Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Well, hello again, and welcome to another edition of Talking Real Money, the short, quick, podcast-only version of the show. I'm Don, and this week is sort of special because this week we have an actual live show converted into a podcast that is up at Talking Real Money and all of the other podcast services right now. So you're going to get two this week. We got this one, which is going to be just a short bonus version and the one hour of the show. And then next week, we have a two hour version of the show live on Saturday, starting at noon Pacific time or 3 p.m. Eastern. So you can call the show live on Saturday at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. You can also call that number any other time if you've got a question. So we got a question called in today. We've got some of the short feature material for you. And a quick note about something a lot of investors believe is a smart way to invest. And that is one of those to which Tom and I are adamantly opposed. A lot of folks think that they can invest in high dividend paying stocks as a means by which to generate both income and some capital gains. And like everything else, it works when it works. The problem is you are not going to know before it stops working because it still involves buying individual stocks for one and two dividends aren't guaranteed they're not guaranteed like a bond interest payment is guaranteed they come and they go and the perfect example happened about a week or so ago when one of the biggest industrial conglomerates that's ever existed, it was founded originally by Thomas Edison. That's how old this company is. General Electric slashed the dividend upon which many of these dividend investors rely from 12 cents a share to one cent a share, basically reducing incomes of these folks to almost nothing those who were relying on some of these big blue chip stocks and the argument i always hear is well they're big blue chip stocks how can they go wrong big blue chip stocks go wrong all the time any individual stock at some point in the future can fall apart and they don't ring a bell they don't sound an alarm telling you we're in trouble our dividend might get cut it was a surprise to most people, even though General Electric had been having some issues selling off some of their divisions and they got a little too too diversified, too broad, and the stock price collapsed because of that, in large part because people owned the stock for the dividend. They weren't buying General Electric for its massive growth potential. In the 90s, there was another company like this. 
big industrial company, paid decent dividends, made cars, couldn't go out of business, everyone said, and yet it went bankrupt. Yes, there is still a General Motors stock trading, but if you own General Motors from the 70s and the 80s and you just held it and collected the dividend, that stock turned totally worthless on you. This is a very dangerous way to invest that a lot of people believe is safe. There's another similar vehicle that a lot of quote investors use. It's called preferred stock. Preferred stock has no growth potential because you don't own the earnings of the company. But again, it's a dividend paying stock and preferred stock. While it gets the dividend ahead of the common stock, if a company gets in serious enough trouble, they can cut the dividend on the preferred. Yes, in some cases, depending on the type of preferred, they may have to pay it back to you before they can ever pay a dividend on the common, may have to, but not always. These kinds of individualized picking of investment products are dangerous, they're foolish, and they are destined to fail now and again. And if they don't fail, it's only because you got lucky. Once in a while, you're going to lose and you're going to lose big. That's why diversification is absolutely critical to being a real investor and to building a decent portfolio for your long-term future. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255 on Talking Real Money Quick. And now to the phones. Hey, Don. This is Kevin, big fan of your show, and I'm a Georgia resident. I have a question for you. Georgia participates in the multiple state stable plan, which, as you know, is the 529A. My question is simple. As I qualify for the 529A, but the Georgia option is the Vanguard Life Strategy Fund, ticker symbol VASGX, with an annual expense ratio of 0.14%. The stable plan charges $42 a year in addition to the mutual fund charges. Would the stable fund tax benefit offset the monthly fee versus if I use the money in a non-retirement brokerage account at Vanguard? My plan is to use the money 20 to 25 years down the road for long-term care. Thank you. For those of you not aware, a 529A account is not the same as a 529 education account. A 529A, the A stands for ABLE plan. It is a relatively new program. ABLE plans, I believe ABLE plans were started four years ago, three years ago, something like that. There aren't very many of them yet. A lot of states don't have 529A plans yet. There are some like the the one the caller referred to, which are combined state plans. A lot of different states participate in the same plan. ABLE plans allow you to put money away for someone who is going to need a long-term income because of a disability. And there are some benefits. You get tax-free growth tax-free withdrawals. And as long as the account balance doesn't exceed $100,000, the person who benefits from the ABLE plan, the 529A plan, doesn't see any reduction in their social security disability benefits. So yeah, it was 15. It was 2015. They also changed it somewhat in 2018 so that if you have someone that was a beneficiary of a regular 529 education account and they don't use that money, you can roll it into someone else's 529A or ABLE account. Now, to your question, 
Is the Georgia plan okay? Yes. I went through almost every one I could find, and everybody charges fees of some kind. Typically, those fees run 40 to $50 a year, but the problem with most of them is that they have more expensive mutual fund choices. At least you've got the Vanguard Life Strategies funds in this account at their very, very low expense ratio. And bear in mind, when you get up to $10,000 or so, your total expenses on that account are still under a quarter of a percent a year. So it's darn cheap. It's still really, really inexpensive compared to a lot of the the more active options out there, the higher cost, no load funds that are available in some of these. So I think it's a good deal. And the $42, because it's a higher percentage of small amounts, is sort of incentive to get the amount up. So as a percentage, it's a much smaller number. Thanks for the call. I do appreciate it. And thanks for bringing up something we have never talked about on the show. 855-935-TALK is the number. 855-935-8255 to call 24 hours a day, seven days a week to get your questions answered on this podcast every week. So give us a call. 855-935-TALK. Leave as much information in your question as possible, just like you heard. Tell us everything. And we'll answer those questions on the air. 855-935-TALK on Talking Real Money Quick. Subscribe to free monthly email updates from the only magazine devoted to real investing, Real Investing Journal at realinvestingjournal.com. So you want to avoid being ripped off in a bad investment deal. Are there some simple rules you can follow? Well, recently, Larry Light, editor-in-chief of Advice IQ, shared some simple rules with USA Today that could help save you from economic disaster. If somebody makes you a promise that, oh, I can increase your money 20% a year guaranteed, run the other way. There is no such thing as a guaranteed return. Making money always involves risk. The other way to avoid being ripped off by an investment scheme is to never sign money over to the person making the pitch. You need a third party like Schwab or uh, TD Ameritrade who will keep the money and you know it won't go away. It's important to remember that even sophisticated investors fall victim to scams because the perpetrators are always very convincing and seem like such nice people. And they may even mean well right up to the point where they destroy your future. No matter what you think interest rates might do, you need bonds in your portfolio. The right bond, short to intermediate term U.S. government paper, helps dampen the frightening volatility of your equity positions. However, these bonds have a little problem, taxable interest. If you have enough money to be saving for retirement in both tax-deferred and tax-advantaged vehicles, like IRAs, then you should try to keep your taxable bonds in the tax-advantaged accounts and focus equities in your taxable accounts. If you're in a high bracket and still need bonds in a taxable account, consider shorter duration high-quality tax-free municipal bond funds combined with tax-managed equity funds. The best portfolios are built with the right types of asset classes in the proper proportions, and they need to be managed by a personal fee-only advisor. Getting the right mix is a personal process and requires ongoing rebalancing and guidance to stay on track. However, even smaller, simpler portfolios using a very few funds from either Fidelity or Vanguard are better than most broker-sold portfolios. You can find some simple do-it-yourself portfolios at TalkingRealMoney.com invest. 
If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. According to CoinMarketCap.com, the largest cyber currency, Bitcoin, traded as high as $19,900 on December 17, 2017. But what sent Bitcoin and others to such stratospheric prices and then later sent them plummeting? It appears that part of the answer may be that bane of speculative markets everywhere, good old-fashioned manipulation. While far from being proven, there are indications that one cyber currency, Tether, whose selling point is a claim of U.S. dollar reserves backing their Tether coins, a contention which which may not be true, may have been buying up Bitcoin with its own made-up currency, in essence using fake money to speculate in fake money. If true, what Tether was doing is even worse than the 1920 speculation in stocks using 100% margin or borrowed money. It works for a while, as long as there are other gullible speculators lined up to buy, but when people realize they've been had, the buyers dry up and, well, less than six weeks after coming close to $20,000, Bitcoin was trading near $9,000, a loss of more than 50%. Throughout the lives of baby boomers, home ownership has been considered not only one of life's necessities, but a means to build wealth. However, the reality of home price appreciation has been far different than we've been led to believe. Nobel laureate Robert Schiller has calculated average home prices back to 1890 and determined that homes only appreciated by 0.37% annually after inflation. Compare that to the 6.6% average annual after inflation return for the Dow Jones Industrial Average since 1896, and houses have returned next to nothing. Instead of 100 plus years, let's just look back at the last 45 years. Based on national averages, if you purchased a home for $25,000 in 1970, your home would be worth approximately $250,000 today. Had you invested that same $25,000 in a globally diversified stock portfolio, you'd have about $5.8 million today. Of course, you would have needed to pay rent over that 45-year period. Assuming a very high average of $2,000 per month, you still would have about $4.5 million more than you would have made on the house. If you're a disciplined investor, whether to own or rent should be a lifestyle decision, not a financial one. Subscribe to free monthly email updates from the only magazine devoted to real investing, Real Investing Journal, at realinvestingjournal.com. Thanks for listening to Talking Real Money Quick. I'm Don McDonald. This is the shorter version of Talking Real Money. We have another podcast up this week that came from our Saturday show, and then this Next week, we'll have two more shows from the live show, along with the Talking Real Money Quick. We're, we're possibly working on a, a new idea, which is a daily Talking Real Money podcast. We're also working on a uh, new streaming service where we're going to stream Talking Real Money, older Talking Real Money shows, along with the new ones, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, so that you can just Use your phone, your smartphone, your iPhone, your Android phone, your G phone, whatever phone you have. You can use that as a radio, plug it into your car. You can just listen all the time. We'll just keep playing shows. You don't have to actually go download podcasts. So we're going to try and make it easier to listen. Plus, we're talking to some other folks who have some podcasts that we like, some audio information that we really like, and we're talking to them about incorporating it into the new radio network, basically syndicated online internet radio and we call this new online internet radio service real money talk radio and 
I have a test version. It is not the final version. I didn't. I'm going to go through and edit the shows and take out some of the older commercials and shorten the commercial breaks and add some other material and tell you what the dates are and things like that down the road. But if you'd like to listen just to the beta version, it's really, really easy. You just go to realmoneytalkradio.com. Or you can even go to TalkingRealMoney.com. But it's better. Go to RealMoneyTalkRadio.com because that's really, I'm going to go back and forth on the other. I know I'm confusing you. Just go to RealMoneyTalkRadio.com and listen to it streaming. And then we're going to get it up on a lot of the other streaming services out there. We're trying to make this show available to everybody anytime they want it because Well, as a matter of fact, this is part of what I'm going to do in some of the daily shows if we do them. I'm going to share with you some of the horrible financial advice out there. I've been listening to some of the other podcasts about investing, and my gosh, only a handful are halfway decent. The vast majority are not just bad. They're horrific. They're dangerous. The advice is horrible. So I'll have some examples for you in future podcasts programs. So give me a call if you have any questions, if you want to avoid getting into trouble with your investments, if you're trying to make better decisions, if you want to know how to build the wealth you need for a better retirement, better education, or any other purpose, give us a call on this podcast, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, or this live streaming thing now, 855-935-855-935-8255. And remember, we're talking real money. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.